Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cat Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. And today's topic is inspired by a dear friend of mine, Robin, who adopted our sweet foster blueberry. And Blue's put on some weight recently, and Robin mentioned that she was trying to exercise him more. So I thought that was a really good topic for us to discuss today. But before we jump into that, Dewey, my handsome husband and co-host, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody, and hello, my beautiful, sweet wife. And I tell you, we have seen Blueberry recently, and Blue is getting big. I'm just shocked about how much weight he's gained in a short period of time. So I'm glad we're talking about this. So, but I think most people buy cats because they think uh, cats don't need to be exercised like a dog, right? Well, that's true on both points. You know, cats have this evolutionary advantage of a high metabolism. But even so, they do need daily exercise. You know, and, and that's in spite of their metabolism burning calories as they, they're just lounging around. I want one of those, though, one of those cat metabolisms that burns calories while I'm lounging around. <laughs> yeah, can you order those on Amazon? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'd have to get one. So is the activity they do themselves enough or do they have to be inspired? Well, you have to inspire the activity or they can easily become lazy and obese. Kind of like me, if you don't inspire a lot of activity for us, I probably tend to be lazy and would be more obese if I didn't have you in my life to inspire me to uh, do some things. Well, <laughs> and vice versa for me too. Thank you. And I appreciate our activities that we do do so and so some of the things like taking them for a walk and fetching like a dog is that the kind of activity we're talking about well not typically although we do walk our kitten pico on a harness yeah, and we system. yeah. he's cute he's well, cute he is cute but we don't really do that for the exercise it's much more about the enrichment value and some cats do like to fetch balls and can even be trained to fetch on command. So, you know, both of those are good enrichment activities, but unlike a dog, you know, you take your dog to the dog park for exercise, you wouldn't really walk your cat around the block for the exercise. You'd do it for the enrichment. So let's back up a minute. So why do cats need exercise if they have such a great metabolism? Well, because activity is healthy and good for your cat, you know, just like us. It keeps their muscles toned and strong, and most importantly, it keeps their mind alert and active. Do you have to exercise them multiple times a day like dogs? A cat needs two play sessions a day with you, the interactive I call them prey play sessions, right? And they don't need to be longer than about 10 to 15 minutes in length because house cats are built for short bursts of energy, not not like dogs or cheetahs. You know, they have, our house cats have smaller lungs, 
So they rely on stealthiness to sneak up on their prey and they ambush it quickly. You know, not like a cheetah that's going to be able to outrun a gazelle for, you know, three miles or more. Um, our house cats, their natural tendency is small bursts of energy. So you don't have to have very long marathon play sessions. Um, you know, the cat's natural rhythm is, is its hunting sequence. So it's, it's natural rhythm, rhythm is, you know, hunt, catch, kill, eat, groom, sleep, you know? So they spend about 16 hours a day sleeping and about six hours a day hunting in the wild. <laughs> wow. So it sounds like the exercise to exercise a cat, it needs more about stimulation and not losing weight, right? Yeah, mostly, you know, for instance, they do enjoy harness and leash walks, but they don't need it primarily for exercise. Like I said, you know, they get more benefit from that mental stimulation of watching the bugs and the birds and, you know, getting to explore and having choices and things like that. But if you have a sedentary, obese cat, engaging them in prey play twice a day is going to benefit both their physical and their mental health. You know, over 60% of cats are obese in America. And a lot of people don't know what that looks like. We think our cat is a healthy weight, but in reality, your cat's really high on a body score chart. So a body score chart goes from one to nine with one being, you know, skin and bones and nine being morbidly obese. And I hate to say it, but blue is on the upper end of that chart. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in a lot of reasons, you know, we've found out recently that that blue's having some pain. He came into the shelter, you know, he's a tripod kitty. So he has three legs. His leg was removed in the shelter and he had buckshot in his back and his spine. And so the vet had thought maybe he's experiencing pain, like that buckshot moved, or maybe he's building scar tissue up around it or something like that. And so we have him on pain meds and that's actually helping quite a bit. He's, he is moving more. So if you have a cat like Blue that has suddenly put on weight and is no longer moving around like it used to, absolutely get to the vet and and dig deep on what might be going on because there's there's probably some physical issues in there rather than you know necessarily behavioral and if you need that body score chart if you want to see it just shoot me an email and i'm happy to to email it to you you can reach me at molly at cattalkradio.com that's a great site everybody remember that Hmm. (laughs) so moving on can we just leave interactive toys out to entice them to play? No. You need to think of yourself as your cat's personal trainer and mental health therapist all rolled into one. <laughs> if your cat's already obese, it might be difficult to get them up and moving, kind of like people, you know. The more weight we put on, the more uncomfortable it is to get out and, and walk. And so... You know, you have to be clever in the way that you actually move the wand toys. You know, you can't just flick it in their face or pop it up and expect them to get it. You've got to get up and move around and make it go out of sight, you know, make it go around a corner and then be real still and wait. Just be real patient. 
you know, and then the cat can't stand it and it's got to get up and walk and see where that thing went because the curiosity will get them in the end. But, you know, don't don't just pop it in their face and things like that. But pretend, think about how prey moves. Think about how a lizard moves or a bird moves or a mouse and, and try to make that wand toy move in that way. And they really like it when they're out of sight, when it disappears. That's when you can really get a cat's attention. So then you might have to toss some low-calorie treats to get them up and moving. Use maybe freeze-dried chicken. They, you know, they sell those in the treat sections of pet stores, little freeze-dried chicken chunks or deli meat. I go to the deli counter and just get low-sodium turkey, and, um, and they don't need a huge amount of that. You're just pinching off little tiny pieces and, and tossing it or getting up and making them get up and walk to you to get the treat. Anything to get them up and, and moving when they're really overweight it is going to help. You know, um, it's in the turkey, you want to, again, small, small bits. You don't want to make a whole meal out of it. You might go, wow, my cat's really been finicky about eating and he loves that turkey. I'm just going to give him deli turkey for dinner. Don't, don't do a whole diet. It's not, not the greatest thing in large portions, but great for training and play sessions. Okay. So what about getting another cat for your cat to chase around and play? That's a lot of exercise. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea, especially if you get two siblings to begin with. You know, if Pico had someone to play with, it'd be a lot easier on us. You know, like that little blind kitten I want. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. should do a podcast on that sometime. <laughs> Obstinate husbands and getting yeah. another cat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are there any other ways to engage your cat in fat burning, mentally stimulating activity? Um, there are, and and certainly, you know, bringing another cat in. If you try to bring another cat into a cat's territory as an adult, it might backfire on you if the two don't get along. Cats are notorious loners and they're very picky about the company that they keep. We have good podcasts on how to introduce cats, which is a a really good one if you're thinking about getting another cat so that your cat will have someone to play with. Listen to that and be sure you're set up and ready to do that before you go and get the other cat. But some other things that you can engage your cat in that would be fat burning and mentally stimulating all at the same time. One of the best ones, the thing I like the most is clicker training, you know, and, and we clicker train to do all kinds of activities. Like, like with Pico, he races up the the pole, the top of the pole and gets rewarded for that. And I make him get down. I make him go up and down several times. He'll do anything for that turkey. I make him spin. I teach him to come, jump through hoops, all kinds of stuff you can do with clicker training. And, you know, you can use positive reinforcement to train your cat to do all kinds of things like fetching balls. I mean, Pico stands up on his back legs and and walks like, you know, standing straight up on his back legs. It's pretty cute. And environmental enrichment is very important for a cat. Make sure that you're providing high places for them to hang out in, not only, you know, them to climb, which gives them more physical activity. So they've got high places and perches and things. And in a three-legged cat like Blueberry's instance, they need to have shelves to get from one place to the other as they're going high. But it's also good for cats to have safe zones. 
you know, I often tell people, especially if they're having a cat that's exhibiting behavior, aggressive problems or behavior problems that might be caused by them being uncomfortable with people in their space. I always tell people, use that cat tree as your cat's home base and when, when, and safe zone. So whenever they're on that, you don't touch them and you don't interact with them. They know they can go there for a timeout a self-imposed timeout and that you're not going to walk up and interrupt their nap or walk up and get in their face or walk up and decide it's time for a petting session. That needs to be their little safe zone. You can also build like a cat super highway. So you can build shelves that go, you know, higher and higher and higher up until about a foot off from your ceiling and then put a shelving system around so they can kind of run around the room in high places. That helps to expand the square footage that you have too for the cat, which is always important. And again, they're getting lots of activity exploring those places. And tall scratching posts, those are very, very, very important because a cat can get a full back stretch, which is really important if you have an obese cat because it's putting a lot of pressure and weight on the back, which can cause back pain. So they need to relieve some of that back, st back stress by stretching on super tall cat posts. So either make them or we have a link to one in our resources section on the website at catbehaviorsolutions.org. Um, okay. Yeah. So it sounds like cats get a lot out of play sessions, not just weight loss, right? Right, it does. It, it keeps them in shape, but it also reduces stress. You know, and stress, if you let stress build up in a cat, it can, it can absolutely lead to behavior problems. You know, the, the prey play, they're less bored. They have less frustration. I should say, you know, I was reading today about, is a cat really bored? Because that's really a human emotion. And, and technically they're probably not bored. They're more frustrated than bored. They're frustrated because they want to do a behavior that they probably can't do, like go outside and hunt mice. So it makes them less frustrated and it helps to bond with you more because cats love it when you pray play with them and it makes them much more bonded to us. And we have other podcasts on how to do all that, on how to relieve stress in your cat and how to pray play, you know, and, and this is our 78th podcast. So sometimes it's hard to find all those in our podcast library. If you can think of something you'd like to know more about, just shoot me an email and I'll shoot you the link to the podcast we've done on it. Or if it's something that we haven't talked about yet, which is great, please send me those ideas then that'll give us an idea for a, a new podcast coming up. You know, you do provide lots of great information for people. And around the world, we're hearing uh, people listening to the podcast, and we appreciate all of those because you do a great job, Molly, in putting out the right information for people. And, you know, it's a different perspective. I mean, most people just think that they buy a pet and then, they have the pet for a while, and the only interaction they have outside of that is the vet. And they take it to the vet, and not always do the vet give you these kind of details. They don't give you this kind of education. They're there to see if there's a problem and help fix a problem. You're doing something far better than that. Not only is this podcast uh, one of the things you do, but you also do a blog on your site, 
catbehaviorsolutions.org is the best place to go find that. You do posts on Instagram and Facebook with good tidbits that people should look at. So I'm saying to everybody out there, be sure and follow Cat Behavior Solutions on Instagram. Like the page at on the Facebook and share with your friends so they can get good cat information too. Yeah, definitely share it with people because that's our whole mission. We're a nonprofit organization and um, that's what we do. Our whole goal is to keep cats at a shelter by by providing information where people can care for them better and make them happier. So behavior issues don't ever have to occur in your home. And if you've learned something from one of our podcasts, you know, because we're a nonprofit, we don't get income from sponsors or anything else like that. Consider sending us a gratuity donation. Any amount helps to keep this show on the air. It's a free podcast, but it's not free to us. It costs us money to produce this and have it on the Voice America platform. We don't ask for subscriptions. It's totally free access to all the information. So show us some love in return and send us a little tip. Think of it as we've given you great service and served you good coffee or something like that. And leave us a tip because we're going to be doing this as long as... As long after euthanasia, I never get it right. (laughs) Okay, ready? We're going to do it again. Okay. We're going to do this as long as shelter euthanasia is the number one cause of death in cats. Okay, we're getting better. We're getting better. Yay. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. And uh, until next time, keep calm and purr on. Yay. Thank you. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.